0: So how has like the coronavirus affected how you go about your regular life? Like obviously you can't do what you regularly do.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's had the same effect uh, on me in many ways as it has virtually everyone. Um, You know, your, your daily routines change, uh, your, your weekly routines change and certainly because of what I do with, you know, the NBA and, and the Suns, um, you know, your your work life completely changes. Uh, no travel, no games, no nothing. So, uh, it's, it has had a, had a profound impact.
0: What have you been doing to keep yourself
1: busy? Well, you know, after the, the first probably couple of weeks, um, I think like most people, where, where you were just kind of in this almost like state of shock, like you didn't quite believe it, mm-hmm. um, we as a as an organization and as a department are the sun's broadcast department we began you know putting some plans together and with uh with our boss uh, dan Siegman, longtime uh director and producer it, we came up with an idea and kind of a formula for uh the sun's day classics and the valley chats that, uh, that okay. you may or may not have seen on fox sports arizona mm-hmm. yeah we started compiling a list of of what we thought would be you know entertaining uh, great sons games and we came up with a list of about 10 or 12 uh, that we thought initially we could get started with and then from that started putting together plans of okay we've got this much time to fill within the uh within the window of broadcasts on fox because certainly they were looking for for content as well seeing all those games yeah and started creating a a list of potential candidates to you know former players to interview so it that that's been nice it's been fun to Mm -hmm. you know have a sense of of prepping because that's that that is a big part of my life is is you know having a game on the schedule or having an event on the schedule and then you prep for it. And so that, that has helped fill a little bit of the time. And we're gonna be doing the same thing, as a matter of fact, with uh, we've got four or five Phoenix Mercury games that we have slated as classics. And so we'll have, uh, we'll have a few interviews for that coming up as well. And you, say that you,
0: you said that you prepare a lot for, for the game. So could you take us through like a day, a regular day, we'll say like a game day? That you have to prepare.
1: Yeah, so you know, a, a typical game day, um, they vary to some degree whether I'm we're at home or if we're on the road. Um, you know, road game, for example, we may have gotten into city X Y Z at 1, one 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 thirty in the morning. That's <laughs> that's our typical kind of kind of arrival time in most cities between one and two a.m. Um, bags off get on a bus then you go to the the hotel and so most road games uh if we've got another game i mean you're, you're not getting your head on the hotel 3 3 in the morning and then trying to coax your body into some level of, of sleep so road game preparation and home game preparation varies kind of depending on the the start time but the first thing i'll do is uh you know, I'll, I'll go to the opposing team's website and I'll try and check out any videos, uh, interviews that, that may have been posted, any okay. stories that may have been posted. Um, and then I'll, uh, I'll do the same thing, um, for the Suns. Obviously there's, there's a number of different websites and, and platforms that I follow. Um, athletic, AZ central, Mm -hmm. Uh, basketball reference any number of places and then we we also have game notes that I'll start going through and then in um, in addition to that I I use a service that kind of assists in the the game prep Um, and essentially what they what what they will do for me because in doing along with doing the Suns, I do the the Dallas Cowboys national radio play-by-play so from from October until mid January, I'm bouncing back and forth between NFL and NBA games oh. so <laughs> in, in using this service it helps you know it helps save me probably a couple of hours of, nice. uh, of time just in getting the players you know names height weight uh, some of the the basics of the statistical information, and then they'll provide some other background info. And then I'll take my own game prep and kind of collaborate uh, with that and put together my my game boards. And, you know, usually by, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning, um, sometimes a little earlier, just depending on the start time, uh, start putting the, the game boards together. And then you're going through and kind of determining, okay, I can eliminate that. So I want to add this. Um, I try to do most of it digitally, but then you know, for, for me, game prep is almost ongoing throughout the entire day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oftentimes I'll have like little post-it notes that I'll write stuff on and might stick it on the, on the game board as well. So kind of an ongoing process and, you know, then you jump in a shower, get ready and try to get to the arena by about uh quarter to five on, uh, on most games. And then we meet with the, uh, the media meets with the coaches at 5.15 and 5.30. Uh, you grab something to eat, and by that time, it's 6.30, and I try to get out to the broadcast table by about 6.35 at the latest so I can get everything set up and ready to go, and away we go. And you got the best seat in the house, so it's, it, it's pretty easy to commentate for, for,
0: for that. Uh, so Could you tell yeah. us how exactly you got to be the Suns commentator? Like, What steps did you take? And then how did you become the Dallas Cowboys commentator too?
1: Yeah, it um, you know for, for me, it was it, it was a long, a uh, long and uh, winding path, I guess the, the best way to describe it. I, I arrived in Arizona from the Midwest where I grew up in '89, lived in, lived and worked in flagstaff at a radio station there for about a year and a half, not quite two years. And we were a Suns affiliate, also ASU, uh, Cardinals affiliate as well. And, and that's when I made my first kind of uh connections here in the valley with uh with a couple of names that, that I'm sure you'll you'll recognize. Uh Todd Walsh and Jude Lacava were kind of my my first introductions to KTAR radio. And so it was through my connections and ultimately um, friendship with them, I started doing some some work uh, when the training camps would go on there in Flagstaff. Oh, yeah. And um, because of the radio station I worked for, we had an AM and an FM. And so obviously, I was a small market radio station. So you're doing virtually everything you're on air, you're doing sales, uh, you name it. Mm-hmm. And so, started developing. Uh, a sports show there, and with that, obviously, I wanted to eventually wanted to get to Phoenix and get to KTAR, but um, through my connection with them and and them kind of seeing my work ethic, um, uh, was able to slowly kind of work my way in, Um, you know, for almost two years, I drove back and forth between Flagstaff and Phoenix for every son's home game.
0: Um, I've made that drive a few times, and it's not—it's not an easy drive. It's very hilly. My truck can barely get up that hill. So yeah,
1: yeah, and you know, so as you can imagine, you, you know, the game wraps up at you know nine nine to fifteen. You're doing post game interviews, so um, I would typically, you know, leave leave Phoenix anywhere between ten thirty and eleven. Turn around, make the drive to Flagstaff and uh you know get up at about 6 a.m so you know when when you're when you're a younger man you can live on <laughs> four hours of sleep on a, yeah. on a regular basis but um you know it was it was through that that I made connections both the Suns and and here in the valley with Jude LaCaba and Todd Walsh uh Tom Dillon one of the great legendary broadcasters mm-hmm. Greg Schulte that was the the sports department so kind of a hall of fame yeah, that's, that's nice <laughs> yeah hall of fame sports department and then um i also you know was introduced early on to uh, to al mccoy who was oh. um you know incredibly gracious you know meeting this young guy coming from the midwest so there was a an affinity for somebody like me because of where al grew up you know as an iowa boy um, but, you know, just kind of fast-tracking, eventually got my foot in the door at KTAR and worked my way up and spent, you know, 14, almost 15 years at, at KTAR doing a variety of, of jobs, um, sports talk show host. And okay. one of those became uh, working on the Sun's pre- and post-game show, first okay. in the locker room as a reporter, and then eventually host for the uh, for the radio pre- and post- And worked my way from that, got the Mercury play-by-play job, which would, you know, uh, cover 20 great years with the Phoenix Mercury organization. And then from the radio pre and post, the Suns asked me if I would um, play host to the Suns TV pregame show, um, which I certainly, you know, jumped at. Mm-hmm. and then went from hosting the pre and post game show to doing sideline for five years. And, um, you know, now just wrapping up, um, I guess we're in the tail end, I'll say of the, of year three of doing the play by play. Cause it's, you know, I'm trying to think optimistically here that we'll still get yeah. to wrap up this season. I hope so. It's so. like 2, 2.75 years, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That, exactly. That's a,
0: That's a long journey, but it's,
1: yeah, and then the, I, you asked me about the Cowboys. So the uh, the, the Cowboys um, came as a result of Compass Media Networks has the the national radio rights. <clears throat> excuse me for <clears throat> for the Dallas Cowboys, and um, when they first launched their network, my uh, my agent and I had contacted them. They didn't have anything really open at the time, but after a couple of years, the Cowboys position came open, and their general manager had remembered our tape reached back out to my agent and said, you know, the Cowboys position is open. Um, would you guys like to, you know, submit a reel for it? And, you know, of obviously <laughs> you, you jump at the chance to to be able to do a NFL and, and B uh-huh. do, the, do the Cowboys. And, you know, through a, a, a long 90 day process of, uh, you know, uh, there were, hundreds of uh, of tapes submitted i managed to uh you know to surface at the top and you know seven years in and now doing the dallas cowboys national radio so that's it, it's awesome been, you know it's been a, a fun journey hopefully like this
0: doesn't affect the cowboys and the sons like you have to do that in both for a longer time than usual so that would be that'll be tough but so going back to the Suns, is what's your like favorite memory that you got to commentate on for the Suns?
1: So it, it's been interesting and it's extremely hard to to you know kind of earmark one memory um just because of, of my level of involvement on different mm-hmm. levels and, and uh within different aspects of the broadcasting. I mean certainly one of the most memorable times for me uh, was early, early on in my career at KTAR, and that was, you know, when Charles Barkley arrived. So one of my first jobs uh, when Charles arrived, we, we knew how big he was and how big he would be for the Suns organization. And in the past, we typically had just one reporter in the locker room getting all the post game sound and then I would run that out to the table and and Todd Walsh and Jude Lacava were the host and and producer at the time um but because Charles as we all know had a lot to say yeah. <laughs> we didn't want to miss anything so my job was my only job and responsibility was to make sure that I got everything Charles said so I would basically post up in the locker room right in front of Charles' seat. And there were times when he would start talking almost immediately, you know, once the locker room was was opened up. Mm -hmm. And there were other times where he would be in the training room or he'd, you know, hit the shower or the hot tub and you might have to wait 20, 30 minutes. Meanwhile, we had another reporter getting all the other sound. And Mm -hmm. so that was my first kind of introduction to – you know to that type of locker room setting and and with charles and uh, needless to say there were some some incredibly you know <laughs> funny funny comments funny moments throughout the years and then you know getting a chance to to be a part of the nba finals and covering that um oh, yeah just that's crazy just one, once once in a lifetime event and you know watching this last dance i it like every other Suns fan, you know, it was great to see but also excruciating because I remember sitting there in the arena and I was we were in the the first level of suites that became kind of the overflow media section and I remember where my seat was. I was on like this this second level of platform seating and I was in direct eye line with Paxson as he <laughs> and spotted up at the ball and I just remember so surreal it was almost as if everything went into slow motion and just see the rotation oh. of the ball I just so watching that again the other night it was just like yeah, I know painful yeah. to say the least I, I wasn't uh I wasn't born
0: yet so it was, it was nice to see like how things have changed like our team was actually good back then <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, I hope we make it back to the final sometime in my lifetime. And hopefully while you're commentating, that'd be that would be pretty cool.
1: Well yeah, that that, uh, that that makes two of us. That makes <laughs> yeah. two of us. But yeah, the, the Barkley era and certainly Nash and Amare, Sean Marion, yeah, that whole that whole stretch and you know, um as as fun as it was, it was also extremely painful because I'm sure at that time you were, you know, getting old enough to start mm-hmm. Kind yeah, that's, of what, that's what got me into basketball. Was Yeah, the-, the, the, the impact and the magnitude of, you know, those little moments. And, you you know, you quickly begin to realize and understand that, you're, you know, there is no guarantee that you're going to get back. So the Joe Johnson injury and then the suspension with Boris and Amare and the injury to uh, Rajah Bell against Just the, the Mavericks. Against us you know, Nash getting knocked to the, to the scores table. I mean, all those (laughs) things where all of us Suns fans, you know, and those of us who work for the organization, you know, all the, the what ifs and uh, it certainly makes you think, man, if we could have only gotten one of those to go Mm -hmm. our way. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Oops.